0: So, um, the Bruise Brothers, they sort of like standing up. They're kind of looking at each other. They look out at one of their other brothers who's been pretty much knocked out pretty hard. Uh, and then they see a bunch of collective and high city roller members burst in. And they're looking at them like they're going to roll out. And they are going to attempt to flee. Uh-huh. One of them manages to grab the other brother, sling him over his shoulder, and it looks like they're gonna try and get out of the uh, the bar outside by like a uh, back entrance to the kitchen. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, they manage to run out the kitchen. Everyone basically, I'm assuming, follows in pursuit. Uh, one of them manages to kind of like jump up, uh, uh, like a, a garbage pail, and basically scrambles up what looks to be a fire escape. Uh, as the second one is attempting to do that, he kind of loses grip on the other brother and, like, has to grab onto him, which delays him just long enough for everyone to catch up to him. So one of the Bruce Brothers is... Uh, I'm going to... So wait, in. is one carrying
1: the unconscious one?
0: Yeah. Uh, one of them's carrying the unconscious one, and unfortunately he did not make the uh, the jump up the fire escape to get out of here. Hmm. But one of them did. So Bruce Brothers Pursuit. That'll be a one-box as one of the brothers has basically scampered up the fire escape onto, like, a rooftop, leaps across the alleyway, and you're assuming is basically trying to get the hell out of here. Mm. So, for the time being, there's now only one D6 lieutenant. And... they are going to pass to... I guess the only thing left, actually, is the environment. Uh, So, Mr. Medium, before you can get out any sort of uh, snappy one-liner, the... Uh, high City Rollers and Collective guys basically just roll up and uh, they proceed to try and beat the crap out of the bruise brother.
1: I thought you were going to say they just start blasting.
0: <laughs> okay, so he is brought down to a D4. If he rolls a 1, he is knocked out. Well, guess what happened? <laughs> <laughs> so the High City Rollers and the Collective members uh, run up and... Just, like, he tries to fight him off, but it's just a sheer numbers game at that point, and he's already taken a bit of a beating, and he just gets, like, knocked down hard. Excellent. Cool. I'll question him on next turn. Okay. Uh, and on the environment's turn, uh, something happens. Okay. <laughs> uh, you all get a uh, another call from Gene. Uh, and this time he's like, hey, uh, out of curiosity, you guys said there was a fire going on, right? Uh, yes. Was the address, and he lists off an address that Epimethea, uh, you know to be correct. Uh, yes. Ah, okay. Uh, so, newsflash, that, whatever the hell was there was also the true Iron Devils. Oh. Uh, Um, yeah, Percent is, uh, he is really not fucking pleased. I, I don't know how much longer this... Uh, I can keep him here before he starts taking it out on other people. Hopefully, you guys will have something once you guys are finished up. I'll Working have it on as it. soon as I can. One more round. Alright. Uh, so, that that is the environment's turn over. Uh, and I believe there is nothing going on, so it'll pass to... Uh, let's say... Wait, did the Pelican edit go that round? I am once again the last person to go in the round. Pelicanetic, it is yours. All right. Uh, Pelicanetic
2: is going to turn to the two true iron devils. Um, change of plan.
0: We're bringing this guy to the boss, to your boss. And uh, with that, they both go like, oh, well. And they both kind of crack a smile, fine by us. Uh, they came uh, on motorcycles, is that right? Uh, yes, they did. But uh, the high city rollers in the collective showed up in cars.
2: OK, great. So yeah, that's probably a better idea. So I'll bundle this guy into one of those cars and then go off with them.
0: All right, uh, what are you going to do about the four guys that are like in various states of disability from getting uh, beanbagged? Right, hmm, that is kind of tough actually. Yeah, um, <laughs> at this, when they kind of see you thinking about it, uh, they call, the true Iron Devil guys goes, ah, just leave them here, we'll take care of them. Besides, we got to uh, lock up and take inventory.
2: All right, as long as you leave them in a state where, uh, you know, a doctor could put them back together again.
0: Uh, they kind of look a little disappointed, but then they go, all right, I guess we'll it. Your manage. boss might want to talk to them, too. Keep that in mind. <sighs> Fair enough. All right. And they just kind of, like, drag them all into the shop and then, like, shutter the doors.
2: Okay, I'm out of here. And you hear,
0: <laughs> stop tickling me! <laughs> <laughs> It would um, be nice if we could trust these people to not kill them, but unfortunately <laughs> that's just the world we live in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so that's the end of the round? Yeah. Uh, yes, that's the end of the round. Pelicanetic, who are you passing to? Uh, great, sure. I- I'll pass to Epimethea. Okay. So, Epimethea, uh, what are you going to do? Um, is on the trail of the car.
1: Shouldn't hmm. that be... Shouldn't my turn have come before the end of the round? Since I ended the round last turn?
0: Yes...
1: Oh, so oh, this—so it's your turn, but it's the end of the round, then. Yeah. 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 Okay. okay. So before so the now, end of the it's round, the end of the round. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, yeah. Um. Um. Okay. So, do we have any information on? uh have we d- discovered anything about these guys, or are we well, still? Are, I these, mean, yeah. There's one more bruise brother, and I'm gonna shake him down. Cause he's a D4 now. Okay. Uh,
0: well, he's—he's like—he's also getting the shit kicked out of him.
1: Oh, is he? oh, yeah. I guess he's done. Actually, you said, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh. There is still the one Bruce brother that is on the lam. That's in a bit more better shape.
1: Yeah, I'll go. Well, well, I'll, my, my, me filling that overcome box is going to be me pinning him to the ground and then asking him to. Yeah. Like asking him some very pointed questions.
0: All right. So yeah, uh, as of now, you don't have any information on these guys.
1: All right. Uh. Epimethea is gonna go after that car all right uh, okay that's a five
0: all right so success with a minor twist um, so uh, you managed to catch up to Carson on pretty easily uh, and you can see that he's kind of like he's really having to give it to keep up with this car because obviously like, you know he's kind of just swinging with his arms so yeah. he's got a hell of a workout Whew. Whew. all right <sighs> all right so Epimethea Um. But the thing is, is that once they see that you're doing it, they start getting really bold with their driving and they start taking like really sharp corners, which is kind of a problem because as advanced as your flight system is, you're still like very you still weigh like several tons. And as such, you've got like uh, a bit of an issue, kind of like maintaining hard corners uh, without like, you know, maybe like clipping a building a little bit or kind of like falling a bit out of things.
1: And I assume they're also in the part of town that's high enough that she can't just fly over all the buildings.
0: Yeah, they're kind of, like, darting in between, um... Darting in be- They're sort of, like, starting to move into the downtown core a little bit.
1: Yeah. And at, uh, at, that, at that point, you can't fly above, or else, you know, you'd be a fucking 54s
0: up, and you wouldn't even be able to see them. All right. Uh, so, you're, you're... Luckily, you're, like, you're not taking, like, damage too much, but it is making it hard for you to kind of, like, um... Uh, keep them, like, keep visuals. So you're gonna take a, uh, a hinder for six, as basically, they, they seem to be very aware of, uh, the very, like, being able to keep, d- uh, distance between you. hmm And with that, I believe that is the end of the round, correct? Yeah. So
1: now you need to pass to somebody.
0: Alright. Who are you passing to? John? Alright, uh,
1: I am going to pass to... Uh, so Joey has a has a challenge that he's trying to complete.
0: Yes, Phil?
1: Yeah. So I'll, I will once again continue to do to to, to make the standard pass to uh, Mr. Medium.
0: All right. Okay.
1: Okay. Um, I will use <clears throat> duplication and uh, acrobatics to go after him. Okay. And I'm in red zone.
0: That is six. All right. So a success with a minor twist. So getting onto rooftops is pretty easy for you because you literally just like hop from street level right up there. Uh-oh. And getting in front of them is uh, easy enough. Unfortunately, as you try and go for the pin, it seems that he's kind of gotten wise to your wrestling techniques and jukes just out of it at the last second. So you have caught up with him. Uh, but now he's back to being, uh, a fighter, which means he is a, uh, uh, a D6 lieutenant. Okay. okay. All right. And, uh, who are you passing to? Um, I'll pass to him. Okay. Um, he is going to attempt to hinder you, actually. Okay. Uh, so he sort of, like, goes in, and it looks like he's about to throw a punch, and then at the last second, he just, like, kicks you in the nuts. Okay. Uh, So you take a minus two. Alright. And uh, basically, this is going to be a a running fight as he's attempting to escape, but obviously not getting far enough ground that Mr. Medium can't just immediately catch up. Uh, Mm. Testicular trauma or not. And um, he is going to pass to... Hmm. He is going to pass to... He's going to pass to... I guess he's only really going to be able to pass to the environment or the... Yeah, I'm going to... He's going to pass to the environment. So the environment ticks up. And I'm going to say the... What could happen at this point? I'm going to say that a car of what looks to be uh, the collective of the True Iron Devils... uh, Sorry, not the True Iron Devils... um, Actually, yeah, the True Iron Devils. So it seems with Epimethea flying around, they were kind of get a a bit easier to find a thing they're looking for. And it looks like you've now got like a contingent of True Iron Devils following you guys. And eventually they were tailing you guys long enough to realize that you're chasing after this vehicle. And they are now also going after the vehicle. Perfect.
1: Yes, there's no way they could possibly screw this up for us.
0: Absolutely not. And uh, that is the environment's term, and I believe um, it is Carsonon or the Pelicanetic that haven't gone yet. Um, The environment is going to pass to Carsonon. All right. So what's my situation? Am I swinging
3: after this car, basically trying to catch up to it? Pretty much, yeah. Okay. All right. And is it, what's its situation? Is it basically zipping in and out of traffic right now?
0: More or less, yes. It's it's oh, kind boy. of, like I said, it's in the downtown core, so traffic's a bit more congested, but uh, turns out when you're willing to drive on the sidewalk, uh, traffic lights are just a suggestion.
3: Oh my god, it's on the sidewalk? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Um. Yeah, like, it's going to start mowing people down, so I need to... Well, I mean, to... people
0: are getting out of the way. It's not like they don't notice it. But yeah, you probably want to stop it sooner rather than later. Um, yeah, the concern
3: isn't if people are, you know, like... People are jumping out of the way, but sooner rather than later, that thing's gonna encounter a person who for one reason or another can't get out of the way Mm fast. So for that, um, let me think, uh, okay, um, and since we're still in yellow, I'm gonna use Arsenal of Ammunitions to overcome using gadgets on an environmental target. Basically, I'm gonna take out one of my glue rounds and I'm gonna aim it at one of the tires. Okay. And so, I am gonna roll with gadgets, and so for this, this is gonna be... Alright, and let's see here. Um, I'm taking a look at my collections, seeing if anything could be used for this. Uh, Hmm. I mean, first issue, you could probably use that. Um... Take a pretty... I'm pretty sure you...
1: You may at least a one nice shot per issue, I'm pretty sure.
3: Um, yeah, I'm gonna say, um... It was when, uh Hmm, that's tough. Like, I've been doing various things here and there, but in regards to, like, sniping and pulling off difficult ch- shots, I don't have nearly as many as I should, I think. Well, so, I, I,
1: I think if you j- j- use the, uh, the last, um... You, uh, I, you could use the last issue where you got the glue rounds. Um, uh, well, well, no. Remember that it that it's volumes. So mm. it, you you could use the last volume because you finished a lot of enemies with a big shot. Yeah, um, like remember when we were in the lab and you electrocuted that
0: guy with your electro shot? You shot a goddamn lightning bolt at him.
1: Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and it doesn't have to be used the same bullet. It could be like, oh, I remember the breathing technique I used in that moment, and okay. I'm going to re- replicate the same body motion or whatever.
3: All right, um, yeah, I'm going to use Introduction to Chemistry and the various fights we had against different guys to basically... Con- and I'm going to remember concentrating on a moving target during a very difficult time, and I'm going to invoke that issue for a plus two bonus. So, uh, let's see how I roll. And if this isn't overcome, I'm using my max die, is that correct?
0: Uh, only if you're using a principal. I will yeah, remind not... you that you can also use collections to just ignore a minor twist, provided you can give me an explanation. Okay. Um,
1: yeah. Or right. you can use it to re-roll one of your dice.
3: Okay, I'm gonna roll. Okay. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna re-roll one of my dice, the d10s, play Okay.
1: Are you ro- re-rolling the highest or the low lowest?
3: I'm re-rolling the lowest.
1: Okay. Well, just uh. Um. Yeah, I guess that technically works, if it's going to go get better.
3: Yeah. Oh my god, I got the same result on a d10, so my mid die is a 2 for this.
0: Okay. Do you want to fail, or do you want to succeed with a major twist? I am not
3: going to succeed with a major twist. I'm just going to keep firing at this thing. Oh,
0: come on, Chris! It's just a major twist. What could possibly go wrong? I don't know, Harry, what could possibly go wrong?
3: Chris (laughs) just blast somebody's grandpa on the head with a glue bullet. (laughs) Uh, I mean, honestly, part yeah. You know what? Fuck it.
2: I'm gonna take the major twist. Okay. Oh my so, God. Carson on the Renegade. So I basically
3: um, my personal policy is I can ignore one major twist per game, but after I pass up on one, then I have to take the second. <laughs>
1: okay. Hey man. Whatever makes the game more interesting. So yeah.
0: Um, you are swinging, and you realize this is going to be an impossible shot you are swinging on a Uh zipline you are attempting to hit what i'm assuming is like the tire wheel well of a vehicle in motion like this is the sort of thing that jfk conspiracy theories like go on about yeah and so you brace yourself you swing at the uh the apex of your jump you let go you holster your rifle you sight it up you pull the trigger And you hit the shot. You cannot fucking believe you managed to hit this shot. Yeah? And then you hear the worst sound in the world. The sound of a tire in a car suddenly hitting an object it can't get around. The sort of chunk that makes, like, mechanics squirm and regular people, like, freeze up in their seats. Oh, no. This car basically is going at about pretty decent clip when all of a sudden one of its wheels just locks. It spins around, clips a curve, starts flying ass over tea kettle, rolling down the road. It's probably a miracle that, like, nobody is seriously injured, but there are a lot of people that just see this car, like, go ass over tea kettle and then smash into the side of a building. Oh boy. I thought
1: you were gonna make a fucking... Task which was like rolling car. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, um, the thing is, I will say that that does in fact stop the car, uh, and then it catches fire.
3: <laughs> oh boy.
0: So, yeah, you've just caused a pretty serious amount of collateral damage, uh, and it could possibly get worse.
3: Oh, geez. Um, yeah, I'm gonna zip line down to the ground and I'm just gonna let Epimetho know, uh so the car stopped. That's the good news. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: um
3: I mean I imagine Epimethea
0: can see this.
3: <laughs> yep. Yep. And uh I'm gonna pass to somebody else as my brain is firing off trying to think of a way to make the situation better.
0: Okay. Um so who's left? I think uh the Pelicanetic is the only person left that hasn't gone this round, correct? Mm-hmm. I think so. Oh Epimethea right. hasn't, hasn't gone,
1: has she? Nope. You, Cause yeah, cause she, because the only one at the Once, end of the last once again, she oh, ended right. the round and then passed to me, so. Yeah, okay. So, um... I'm okay with going not last this round. Yeah, yeah so, maybe uh, this car. Yeah, may, yeah, yeah maybe we passed Epimethea so that we don't forget that she's last and think she's first again.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. There we go. There's a thing I can do. Okay, so, uh, Carsonon, are you passing to Epimethea? Yes. Okay, Epimephia, uh, this is a goddamn mess. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah? Just, just shoot
0: glue all over the car. <laughs> so, uh, at this point, there's, like, a large crowd that is gathering, uh, very clearly seeing it. And, uh, as you're swooping into the scene, uh, the true Iron Devils stop pretty close up, their bikes close by, and start making their way towards the vehicle. Mm-hmm. With well, that, with guns drawn, I'm assuming... They don't have guns on them, at least none that you can see. They seem to be realized they're in a pretty public area.
1: Yeah, alright, okay. Is there a box for this, or do I just... Or is the the last car box just...
0: This will be the this? last car box.
1: Alright, yeah. So, Epimethea is going to uh, just land between them and the car. And uh, he's just... Like, gonna completely disregard them and just re- get these guys out of the car and grab them and fly away. Like,
0: oh, okay. Uh, roll to overcome.
1: All right. And we're currently in yellow, right? Yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, so that's gonna be a six. So that's success with a minor twist.
0: Okay. So, the thing is, I, uh... I have an idea for the minor twist, but I'm trying to figure out... Because the idea that I have is that as you fly away, um... The True Iron Devils sort of, like... They're not super obvious about it, but they do kind of make this, like, what the hell, I thought we were working together motion towards you. But... I mean... You could just
1: have the the suit take some damage, because I haven't been hurt this entire fight.
0: Okay, that's fair. Um... Yeah, I'm going to say that uh, as you fly away with them, they kind of, like, run back to the uh, their cars, uh, or something not their cars, their motorcycles, and uh, they're going to basically try and take pot shots at the guys, because, uh, fuck it, they want them dead. Mm-hmm. So that is an 8, and unfortunately, since you kind of shield them from the blow, uh, you are going to take 5 damage as bullets kind of ping off your suit. But with that, I will say that that particular action scene will come to a close. Sorry, how much Um, damage is that? uh, Five damage. Okay. Uh, So I will say, for the immediate things, um, Pelicanetic, the guy you have, really roughed up, but still in pretty talkative shape. Um, Oh, wait, no, there's still a Bruise Brother standing.
1: There's one Bruise Brother that I will defeat now.
0: Well, the Pelicanetic needs to go.
2: Okay. Uh, yeah, I guess, like, the I don't really have much to do until the van or car arrives back at the bar.
0: So you're going to just swoop in and
2: kick a bruised brother in the face? Can he, can the Pelican get to me in one round? Uh, I mean, she
0: has I, flight, so it's not too, too hard.
2: I could, I think I'd rather just stay with the car, stay with the guy, you know? Um... Well, that be at the
1: end of the round then? So you can just yeah. pass to me if you want. Yeah, yeah sure. I'll, I'm say, do I'll that.
0: just say, I'll just say, for sake of speeding this up, that now it's a it's a one ma- mono a mono fight between uh, Bruiser, the environment, and uh, Mister Medium. Yes. Yeah, do that.
1: Okay, so I'm at neutral, but regardless, I'm going to uh, <clears throat> uh, I'm going to use my finisher. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> don't worry, I don't have a super high presence in this form
0: gonna put him in the double camel clutch make him humble uh
1: so let's see that is four five seven uh so 16 damage <laughs> <laughs> okay please
0: describe what your finisher is in this mode
1: oh no sorry it's not it's not all three it's just uh it's it's, it's min and max so it's uh four and seven so it's 11 um,
0: one short of just taking him out entirely like
1: uh, oh, I'll, I'll, whatever! I'll use my plus one bonus.
0: <laughs>
1: all right, he's out. So please um,
0: describe how you just completely destroy this man. All right. Um,
1: <laughs> so he so he jumps down from from the uh, fire escape with his two brothers on the ground. Um, Mr. Medium walks up, cracks his knuckles. Just,
0: <clears throat> Will I make it a perfect three
1: then? And. Uh, He's going to like square up against the guy. Um and then uh <clears throat> uh Mr. Medium and as as they're like looking at each other, Mr. Medium is going to stare right into his eyes and he's going to jump vertically. Um and as the guy's looking up wondering what's happening, um, the in the background you see that Mr. Medium's tag partner has climbed the fire escape while while in the time it took them to square up and jumps out. Uh, jumps out in the air towards Mr. Medium, grabs his hand, and slingshots him down towards the guy. And Mr. Medium lands with both feet into the guy's face uh, at high speed from the air. We call this the Fastball Goomba Special. (laughs) Oh boy. And as as the tag partner swings the opposite direction, he
0: disappears into the ether, making a super cool particle effect. (laughs) The bruised brother, having just gotten probably the mother of all drop kicks to the face, just is, like, falling down. Such power. <laughs> Bacchanah! <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he's out. So with that, uh, this action scene will come to a close. And so, um, now that the, uh, the scene is over, what do you guys do?
1: Uh, so he's going to make his way back to the bar.
0: I will say um, Epimethea, the two guys that uh, you're carrying, uh, they're not in any condition to talk. You're probably gotten like a pretty serious car accident and are uh, probably going to need to get to a hospital.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Epimethea will probably get, bring them to a the hospital.
0: All right. That's easy enough. You drop them off. Like they very clearly see the massive trauma that these guys are like, Oh geez, get them in a trauma right away. And like, it'll yeah, take them off.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So uh, I'm going to say um, uh, the Pelicanetic, you are going to get back to the bar first, since obviously you were already on your way over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you show up, Gene uh, is basically sort of like leaning against the bar. And you can see that uh, Singh and um, Darius both have kind of like almost like they haven't moved this entire time from their seats. Meanwhile, uh, Percent is, like, up and pacing. Yeah, all right. So I guess I'll, like,
2: burst into the bar with this guy in the arms of, uh, like, a high city ruler goon. Uh, and be uh, say, gentlemen, thank you for your patience. <sighs> Someone is looking to give all of us a hard time today. I think it's fair to say they succeeded, but, well, we didn't let them all get away. And, I suppose uh, it's
0: one of them, then. And he, like, Percent, like, nods his head in the direction of the dude that's in the uh, the High City Roller's uh, hands. Yes. Uh, th- uh, this uh, Percent goes over to a table, pulls out a chair, sets it in front of him, and gestures to put him in the chair. I mean, yeah, uh,
2: I, I guess there's not that much that he's going to do with all of these people watching him, hopefully. So, uh, uh, <laughs> if, I mean, Gene is here, I'm here, so e- Evelyn will let it happen.
3: Yeah. Okay. All right. You, you sure you want to make this kind of assumption? Well, he,
1: if you he pull the gun out, I'm pretty sure we'll have time to react to it.
0: Yeah. All right. So, um, the High City Rollers, like, now kind of shuffle back into the joint, as do the collective guys. Um, and, uh, you see him reach into his pocket. He pulls out a thing of brass knuckles. Oh, and, boy. uh, he doesn't even start questioning the guy. He just starts punching the shit out of him for a bit, probably working out a bit of, um, anger over the situation and uh, by the time he's finished the guy's still breathing but he is bloodied and beaten at this point more so, even more so than he was a few minutes ago he is going to then take uh, he's going to the bartender, ask for a towel bartender is just going to give him one he wipes the brass knuckles down and then he's going to lean down on the guy's face grab him by the cheeks and he's going to pull him up in the eye and says, alright, now here's what's going to happen you're going to tell me who the fuck you're working for Because if not, I'm going to keep feeding these until you swallow your fucking teeth. Now then, do you want to talk? And, um, like, Pelicanetic, you're kind of looking at this and you realize that there's a distinct possibility that this guy's in so much pain he can't think straight. And you don't think that necessarily, like, um, uh, Percent's going to take silence as an acceptable answer. Yeah. Okay.
2: So if the guy doesn't answer immediately, like, if he doesn't start talking, uh, Evelyn's gonna step in. Um, he says,
0: and what, and like, so yeah, so you step in, right as he's about to rear back for another punch, and then he says, oh, don't tell me you're feeling sorry now. Bit late for that, isn't it? No, listen, I meant what I
2: said when I first brought this this guy in. Somebody is looking for, to give all of us a hard time. You think it was a coincidence that three of your locations were, were attacked? on this not just the day but the exact hour that that uh, a, a negotiation was scheduled clearly somebody doesn't want this to happen this what's happening here in this room is a threat all right yeah. i think that it, it is important for us to figure out who is threatened by us because it affects all of us not just
0: you the fuck right? you mean it affects all of us if you haven't fucking noticed, the only people that's got skin in the game with this are my boys! You yes. really think that they went after those ones? Not Doesn't yet. this seem like a right bit of a coincidence, like you said? That the only person that's going to end up is the only one in a shot at Marino? Listen, I don't want to cast aspersions here, but I think
2: the, the decision to go after... Your joints was a tactical one, because you are exactly the kind of person who would retaliate first and ask questions later. Exhibit A, okay? They're playing to our weaknesses, and by working together, we can turn that back on them.
0: Uh, I'm gonna ask you to roll an Overcome check for this. okay. (sighs) All right. Uh... Uh, Carsonon, um, Epimethea, feel free to show up, Mr. Medium. Feel free to show up, um...
1: I'll let let this roll resolve and then I'll have Mr. Medium show
3: up. I am taking my time because I am dealing with the aftermath of what is going on, uh, you know, over where I am.
2: Right. Okay. I'm just trying to clean that up. Evelyn is once again going to use her uh, bird aura and her leadership quality just to try and make herself, uh, you know, a little more supernaturally convincing. All right. All right. That uh, mid die is a six. I believe that's another success with a minor twist.
1: Yes. Okay. So, can, can you use a collection in a minor twist?
0: Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I believe because the, the the your character is a bit of a special case, and that you didn't have um the previous adventures we did, but I think you have an introduction uh collection yeah, that you he did. Yeah,
1: definitely has introduction to chemistry, and you'd have and everyone starts with
0: one, don't they? Yes. Or at least right. we did, because of our... Um, John, uh, John, I mean...
1: Yeah, everyone remember. should start with one. Um,
0: one, and then you'd also have Intro to Chemistry.
2: Okay. Hmm. Yeah, uh, I, I, I didn't know that then. I started with one, so I just have Intro to Chemistry written down, so I'll, I'll just use that. Um, okay. The first one was just a self-named Pelokinetic Issue 1. Yeah. Right.
0: <laughs> um, okay, let's think. So, how do you apply that... Um, Either you can use either your introduction or intro to chemistry, um, but you'll have to give me a reason why that manages to negate the, the minor twist aspect.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I remember there was a a, a a scene that we did during the intro to chemistry arc where Mr. Medium and the Pelicanetic uh, went into Marino's territory, went into a, one of Marino's bars and made a deal, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. So I think based on that, experience and based on kind of reflecting on that experience uh evelyn has kind of gotten to understand a little better what motivates these kinds of criminals specifically like organized crime criminals and gang gang leaders and and gangsters Uh, so this you know she she does like project management and and leadership and stuff for her job but this is a little different right especially if you want to convince someone to, to do something that isn't in their immediate self- interests mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah also like Evelyn knows that percent is like gruff and like he's always gonna put himself out there as, as the biggest guy in the room but he really legitimately cares about his men uh, and you know that that's kind of what's driving his emotions here um, and I think she's she's maybe gonna try like get that a little bit from her past experience and try and leverage that
0: okay. So, yeah, um, you do manage to, you don't exactly think that he's like completely like, oh, now I am Zen, but you've certainly managed to calm him down to where he is not willing to just legitimately brutalize the man anymore. Well, he was going
1: to kill the guy for essentially no reason. Mm -hmm. Well, for essentially no gain. He had a reason.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. So you have managed to convince him not to continue uh, pulverizing this guy. Uh. Yes. Um, he's basically like, alright then, fine. You're the fucking expert. You figure it out. Because I got a pretty good idea who did it, and I got a pretty good idea who, why. In fact, I think you fucking know the answer already. I, I really don't. <laughs> like,
2: look, uh, I'm just asking you to see this as, as an economic decision, alright? If we're going to make something out of this, uh, we can't go off of intuition. <sighs> but, that being said, uh... <clears throat> I'm not exactly an, an expert on interrogation, and uh, Evelyn is going to turn towards Darius and Mr. S- uh, Sing mm-hmm. uh, and kind of, you know, see if they have any any thoughts, if they've, they've got, like, a twinkle in their eye, you know?
0: Mm. Singh is um, enjoying the show, as it were. More or less, this seems to be, like, uh, a nice bit of entertainment for him in regards to the negotiations. Darius doesn't to have anything, but then uh, Gene pipes up and says, I've got an idea. Let's see if it works. And uh, Gene is going to materialize his spirit, and he is going to attempt to use it to uh, convince the guy to talk.
1: Uh, quick question. Hmm? Uh, does anyone who in the room reacts to Gene's spirit showing up?
0: Um, Sing doesn't. Uh, I'm going to say the bartender does. Sing and Darius don't. And neither does Percent. All right. But no yes, hit. the bartender very visibly, like, looks at Station and then looks at something that's clearly materializing behind him.
3: Oh, yeah, the mute albino. Yeah, that, uh, hmm. Did not expect that to happen whatsoever. Well, they,
2: yeah, they're magic. Mm-hmm. A telekinetic so. is just going to turn towards the bartender.
0: He's a superhero. What do you expect? <laughs> <laughs> and um, again, the bartender doesn't speak, but he makes the motions and you implicitly understand that he's saying fair point. All right. So Gene is going to use uh, his telepathy, his persuasion and his status die. And he is going to attempt to roll off. All right. So Gene gets a five. Um, so Gene has his spirit, uh, kind of, like, you see the spirit materialize, you see the words, uh, friend pop up along the, um, the, sort of the gauntlets of the spirit, and then it sort of takes a hand and sort of gently inserts it into the body of this dude, and Gene basically is just trying to do the, the good cop to Percent's very, very bad cop, and so they're talking, And eventually, um, he does manage to start getting him to talk. But the thing is, is that this guy, whoever he is, is still pretty, like, clammy with the information. But the way that he's giving it is in military form. So, like, he's giving a name, a date of birth, uh, and in this case, he's, like, uh, not a soldier number, but like a blood type. And it seems like he's very, very set on saying this. So... Gene kind of, they try toying this back and forth for a bit. And then um, Gene is going to like the, pull out the hand, the Yokodama's hand. The thing is going to go to sleep. And then he's going to do it. And the guy kind of like just slowly drifts to sleep. And Gene's like, well, he couldn't exactly tell us who he was working for. But considering his equipment, and Gene like pulls up the tack jacket uh, and like the combat and like the, the fatigues that he's wearing. And the fact that these guys are hard to crack, these guys probably cost a pretty penny. And there's really only one person in the city that can afford a pretty penny and do so that freely. Marino.
2: <laughs> mm.
1: Yeah. Uh, as this is happening, uh, Mr. Medium comes in uh, carrying a, uh, a bruised brother on each shoulder. And then his spirit is whole. And then his uh, tag partner is holding the other one. And it's like, SPECIAL DELIVERY! And he throws them all into a heap.
0: Who the hell are these? Oh, wait. Are these the Bruised Brothers? They're the Bruised Brothers now! <laughs> oh shit, any of them conscious? <laughs> Gene like goes over, picks up one of their arms, watches as it like flops down to the ground. That's gonna be a no. Uh... <laughs> Mr. is gonna walk
1: over to the bar and say, a
3: can I get an order of chicken
0: wings over here? <laughs> uh you get the chicken wings. They are actually on a plate this time.
3: Oh, I was half expecting the bartender to- wanted
0: them to serve them onto the guy's face. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, can, I mean you can still do that, you just gotta tip the plate over.
1: <sighs> Mr. Media size is no so funny, he just sticks the guy's face in the hot chicken wings. <laughs> Nice. I, I made sure to get spicy ones, too, so it'll wake him up.
0: <laughs> There's a guy in the bar that goes, "Oh, that's always some good chicken wings." <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, one of them kind of like, oh! uh, So you've got three choices. You can do the rowdy one, the slightly less rowdy one, and the calm one. Which one do you uh, wake up?
1: Slightly less rowdy. I want a milligram between, probably won't crack and we'll actually, we'll start trying to throw fists again.
0: I'm obsessed
2: with the idea of someone who's just been sitting in this bar the entire time and (laughs) has watched everything go down. (laughs) And And the one one thing, thing... the one thing
0: he cannot abide. (laughs) (laughs) Look, there are a lot of regulars in this bar. This isn't like... One of the weirdest things that's happened in this fucking bar. Yeah,
3: I guess we just didn't kick everybody out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the great. game's on tonight.
0: Love it. Uh. All right, so yeah, so you take the uh, the slightly less rowdy one. Uh, you pour the chicken wings on him. It's like ah, ah, uh, ah, uh, 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 my eyes, fuck! And uh, now he's now he's like really having a bad time. Yeah, he'll, <laughs> he'll, he'll he'll survive. Ah, oh, ah, oh, ah, oh, where where am I? Oh, oh, it's you. You piece of shit. Oh, kick your ass. And like, Listen, he's face trying back to get into The out. chicken wing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> this
1: This, this, for the record, this isn't torture. This is very uncomfortable. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's not having a good time. I'm not, I'm not giving him third degree burns on his face. I'm just, I'm essentially rubbing Tabasco sauce on the inside of his nose.
2: You're chicken wing boarding him. <laughs>
0: Oh, God, get that shit away from me. And he will actually, like, slap the plate out of your hands, causing the chicken wings to cascade across the floor. And the, guard, the guy <laughs> in the corner <garden> goes, Oh, <laughs> fucking chicken wing net in the corner over there. <laughs> oh, what the fuck do you want? Ah, oh, God.
1: I spin him around and face him towards the three crime bosses. I'm just a
0: delivery man
1: and, and I, men- I motion out to them ask right. a question and I, and I put him in a bear hug so he can't get out
0: okay well guess what's getting put on uh, percent's putting on again it's the brass knuckles this time he does not begin just punching the shit out of the dude uh, this time he actually does ask the question I'm gonna take a wild guess and I'm gonna say I think I know who you're working for but I'd rather you'd confirm it for all in audience and he gestures to all of you guys and the guys in the bar. Mm -hmm. So if you wind not telling me who exactly that is, I don't have to start breaking that nose of yours filled with fucking uh, buffalo sauce. And the other guy's just like, What? You think we'd be good contractors if we gave up our sources? Fuck you.
1: Uh, Mr. Medium is going to whisper into the man's ear. (laughs) Uh, with a six. Oh, wait, nope, that's an eight.
2: You better it watch is. what you're saying or chicken wing Ned's going to be real sad in a <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Even sadder than he already is.
1: Yeah, I'm going to whisper into his ear. Look, I know you can take a beating,
0: but I've
3: seen
1: Sal do things to people with chicken wings. That's the stuff of nightmares. You want to hear about
0: Chicken Pete? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, he doesn't particularly like. So yeah, he goes, ah,
1: "Fuck, fuck." Because like, I know punching this guy is not gonna do much because these guys are fucking super tough.
0: Yeah, I'm trying We're to. I'm trying, trying to like. Yeah. so you him actually him out. see like, like warfare. <laughs> yeah, like you actually like you can actually see that uh, like Percent tries to hit him a couple times with the knuckles. And the knuckles break? <laughs> and he's like, You motherfucker! And, you know, like, Gene gets in between to try and keep him from, like, doing something. Yeah. And he goes, F-ck. Ah, jeez. It was Marino, all right? I mean, yeah, he, he did it through a cutout, but fuck, man. You don't exactly get bruised brother prices overnight. And you certainly don't pay it out wearing such nice fucking suits. And with that, uh, Percent just seems to get, like, increasingly more annoyed. Well, looks like we figured
2: out the mystery. Yes, this is precisely the point that I was trying to make earlier. Someone really doesn't like that we are all in a room together. Precisely the person who, uh, well, (laughs) I don't want to say I told you so, but evidence is, uh,
0: (laughs) When you say that floor. he does give you a look that if looks good kill would probably be pretty grievous
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> anyways with the distraction out of the way, maybe we could finalize those negotiations
0: they like he looks over at the map that is kind of on the fucking that is on the table and you can kind of see that over time they've like sort of come to what looks to be like an equilibrium of sorts. fine. you know what? you too. You have any fucking objections to how the map is now? Singh just kind of like, you know, goes, makes that like, oh, I don't mind motion with his hands and just kind of like, nah, says no. Darius also says no. He says, fine, I'll agree to a fucking truce and the territory will be split like that. But I don't fuck, but believe me when I say this isn't over. And as much as I'll abide by this fucking thing, no, that everyone here's on thin fucking ice. And with that, he just goes storms over. Like, grabs one of the markers, signs, like, makes, like, a, a signature at the bottom of some sort is what seems to be a symbolic gesture, tosses the marker on the table, and, like, makes a motion, and all of his boys start rolling out.
2: All right. As soon as they leave the bar, Evelyn visibly whew, deflates a little. Mr. Ian's going to come over
1: and pat Evelyn on the back.
0: Yeah. That was uh, about as well as expected. Sing actually, like, starts clapping. He's like, well done! Ah! I have not seen such masterful ploys since I saw Othello on the beach. Ha! Beautiful! And he just starts like, he clearly enjoyed this, like, immensely. He's having a good night. Oh yeah, Yeah. He's, he's having the best night. Him and Chicken Wing
2: Ned.
3: <laughs> no, Ned's um, having a terrible night. <laughs> I, like, I like to think that during this, as everyone's attention was on each other, a uh, chicken wing Ned came over and started scooping up the wings on the floor oh like my God. a raccoon. He's not Ned, gonna eat no. four
0: wings, he's got better dignity than
1: that. No, no, he's giving them a proper burial. He's just throwing them at <laughs>
0: uh, Says a few, uh, gives them their last rites, puts them in the garbage. Pours a shot out for them. Mm. Oh, chicken wing Ned. Um, Darius also kind of like visibly is like relieved. He's like, fuck me. That motherfucker can be intense.
2: Well, uh, I think I speak for all of us when I say we we really appreciate all of your cooperation.
0: (laughs) Please, I would be happy to work with this deal. This alone was worth the price of admission. Now, um, Mr. Williams, if you do not have any other pressing business matters, there are things that I must attend to. Thank you all for this wonderful evening. And, uh, with that, um, Sing walks out the door. Hmm. So Darius is kind of, like, collecting himself in the booth, and he looks over at you guys and he says, Give me a real answer. You honestly think this is over?
2: No. No, not even close. Uh... I think once Marino realizes that the three of you have set up territorial boundaries and are effectively staying out of each other's hair, he's only going to try and make things more difficult. Um, but, you know, uh, as long as the three of you aren't fighting each other, and maybe even, you know, stepping in to help each other where, where appropriate, it, it'll make it easier
0: for everyone. I suppose so. And of course, so. you can count on us. <laughs> well, that's a relief, at least. Well... I better get going then. I guess business to attend. There will be business to attend to. And, uh, preparations to make if, uh, worst comes to worst. But, uh, and he actually, like, Darius goes over. And, like, he legitimately, like, looks, like, basically just goes up to you guys and says, Thank you for this. I realize you're not exactly working with us in this capacity. Probably at a necessity rather than want, but... Believe me, I'd much rather work with you guys than the cops. And uh, with that, Darius is uh, also exits out of the bar. Then uh, Gene is going to lean over and says, "Uh, Barkeep, round of shots. And with that, I'm going to say that uh, this session will come to an end. And uh, next time we will uh, pick up and see where exactly uh, the future will take us in this new world of uh, detente, as it were. Thank you, yeah. everyone, for uh, listening along, and hopefully you will join us next time. Good night, everyone. Good night, folks. Hey,
1: everyone. Thanks for listening. You can find us on Tumblr at listen2these listentothesenerds.tumblr.com or on Twitter at LTTNCast.